Welcome to Forward Talks, a podcast by Goombook about moving towards sustainability in the region and beyond. I'm Tatiana Antonelli. I'm joined on the episode today by Tarek Alhuri, the Regional Coordinator for Resource Efficiency and Sustainable Consumption and Production at the West Asia Office of the UNEP, the United Nations Environment Programme. UNEP is specifically focused on SDG 12, Sustainable Production and Consumption. I had a chance to interact with him in a panel discussion at the Food for Future Summit, which was held in February. And I wanted to talk to him about UNEP initiatives for SDG 12, as well as how we can work together to reduce our food waste. You'll also find links to previous episodes where we talk about the problem of food waste in the show notes. So tell us more about your journey. Before doing this role, I was working with UN Habitat on housing and slum upgrading. And this this is where I learned to do the linkages between uh, urban planning, housing and energy efficiency, which led me to sustainable consumption production. As a background, I'm an architect and I have a master in environment, urban planning and project program management. So this quite uh, diverse background uh, led me here. Incredible. I also study architecture and somehow oh, wow. I find like mm-hmm. most of the people who study architecture end up doing <laughs> other things because <laughs> architecture true. gives you such a broad um, mm. view on the world. It's not only about building, <laughs> it's about communities also. As well, yes. And it's about uh, creation. It, uh, it's about uh, planning, uh, imagination. So I'm very happy to know that you are also, you have a background in architecture. Yeah. Yes, no, definitely. And um, I can see how when you are into, you know, UN Habitat, you not only see the built environment, but you go beyond that. So SDG 12 definitely is, is a starting point into, you know, engaging and making sure that we live in better communities, healthier communities, cleaner communities. But uh, so what led you then to work within um, UNEP into, you know, food, food security, food waste? As you mentioned, Tatiana, the, the SDG 12, the Sustainable Consumption and Production uh, Goal, it is already identified in UNEP, United Nations Environment Program, as a foundational sub-program, which means if we consume and if we produce sustainably, then my peers will be without jobs which means the climate change coordinator will not have a work because the problem will be solved on long term. Of course, it's much more complicated than that. The ecosystem will be restored, will be, uh, will be re- revived. Uh, the air quality will, will be uh, solved or will be back to standards by default. So it's all about sustainable consumption and production. And the concept of food, food system in general, it's also comp- it's a wide uh, concept, it's complicated, it starts from agriculture to the point that the food is on our table. And this value chain, it's, it, it has several uh, steps. Now, now we are talking about food weights, which is the last step of the food system. And this is still comes under the concept of consuming and producing food in a in a sustainable matter and it's in my opinion it's one of the most complicated and and uh, interesting uh, phase because it has a lot uh, to be done so you have maybe the, the the big challenge of having different stakeholders it's not only about maybe 
policies and regulation. It's also about behavior, uh, understanding what we can do, being a business, being an individual. Yes, yes, indeed. I mean, when 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 it comes to 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 food waste, it's it in in our opinion and and in the research we done at UNEP, it it cannot be solved only by policy and regulation. First, uh, this challenge is is divided into different uh, phases. It has the um, let's say the measurement component, which is very important because we cannot build a policy or a strategy without knowing the size of of the issue, without knowing exactly how much food we are wasting. It requires um, intensive effort by governments and by different stakeholders because food food waste does not come only from household. It comes also from the horeca business, hotel, restaurant, cafeterias, as well as uh, the retail. So food needs to be measured at all uh, these um, phases. At the same time, it need to it need to be measured in different location, and there is a, a methodology to do that. Uh, and this could be found in the Global Food Waste Index, which which set the methodology on how to do this. And it's a product by uh, FAO and by UNEP together. And it's important to highlight that. Measuring food waste, it's a commitment that governments made while the SDG has been formulated. There is SDG.12, SDG 12.3.1, which talks about the measuring food waste and loss. So yesterday at um, the panel discussion we had about legislation and measurement, you mentioned that there are already seven countries that have done a baseline on their... Uh, food waste um, levels. Who are these countries? Okay, so the countries that have managed to create the food waste baseline, uh, tackling all the three sectors of households, uh, horeca, uh, as well as the retails, uh, are Australia, Austria, Denmark, uh, Germany, Sweden, UK, USA, and from the region. We have Saudi Arabia, who also managed to create a very detailed uh, food waste baseline following the uh, UNEP and FAO methodology. Uh, they uh, they might miss the uh, food service sector, but to our knowledge, we, they are updating their baseline. That's amazing. So this is the first country in the region. Yes, Saudi Arabia is the first country in the region. We really hope uh, all the countries, uh, all Arab states will... will We'll follow this uh, So Tarek, now that we know that countries are taking a step forward, that uh, there is a methodology for measurement, and we're talking here about enabling policies and regulations, from the other side, the community, what can we do? Um, I, I guess, I mean, measuring, the, this, uh, machine, measuring food waste and designing policy and regulation will not be enough if we... We as global partners, INGOs, NGOs, social enterprise like yourself, uh, if we don't work hand in hand on behavioral change, I think the work will not be uh, completed. There is a lot of uh, awareness uh, that need to be spread about uh, this issue and we expect the impact will be better than enforcing uh, rules and regulation uh, Etc. So uh, important to spread the word, important 
to explain to everyone the sizes of this uh, issue in a language that is smooth, that's straightforward, and that is transparent. And it's fun uh, for people to react on it and to understand uh, the size of it in a non-technical matter. Like the special, like the many session you organized during the Food for Future Summit, it was really amazing. I mean, I'm sure it, ha it will have a, a lot of impact. Other way and the usual way of doing this is to uh, do social media campaigns, uh, like the one that UNEP is doing now with the top chef from the region. Uh, this campaign we are doing, it called Recipe of Change. It's really, it has some fun videos to deliver the message uh, on why we should not f waste food and if we do, what is the impact will be on the planet. Uh, so we really encourage uh, all partners to, to come together uh, to work on, on public awareness campaigns and not only share why this is a problem for the planet. We also need to share solutions. And this is what we are doing in the campaign and seeing your work also in Gombunk, I see that you are also recommending a lot of, uh, of things that people can follow. Uh, for instance, the Recipe of Change campaign, we advocate for uh, save, store, share. We, we invite people to really uh, save the quantity of, of, of the food uh, by planning in advance uh, the meal and, uh, and the shopping and make sure that the product that are buying, um, they check the expiry date and they, which will take us to the second phase, which is storing. Storing the food also is important. Uh, if it's stored correctly, it will prolong the life cycle of, 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 of the food. Uh, one of the good tips that some of people does not know is really, for instance, the, um, the vegetable. If you don't wash it when you buy it, you can just uh, you can prolong its 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 life uh, cycle. Uh, you can also uh, follow the campaign and see uh, some advices on how to store uh, the meat, the vegetable, uh, etc. How to separate uh, the item you are uh, storing? What can go to the fridge? What cannot go to the fridge? Etc. So those information are available, uh, uh, and and by following them simply, you can really uh, reduce food waste. And when it comes to the last stage, which when you, we are wasting food, uh, it, it could it shouldn't go to waste. Um, there is a lot of people in need. There is a lot of hunger around the world. And I saw Gombuk really advocating for how to share leftover food safely, considering the hygiene. I saw you calling for action for that. And this is something we really, really appreciate. When it comes to wasting food, at the last stage, you have two options. First, try to share it with the needy, the people that can benefit from it. Uh, this food or uh, try to compost uh, we saw a lot of initiatives here in in emirate on how you can compost the leftover food and how you can benefit from the composting element to replan or do uh, in-house agriculture activities it's true we've seen so much during this event at uh, food for future and uh one thing that, uh, actually it was a panel, one of the tips given by the experts was 
grow food in your balconies, in your homes, near the windows, in your gardens. But I could see in the audience some faces being a bit like skeptical. And so we also need to address those people who might not be interested or don't have time because we also have busy lives to know that there are different services that can do this for us. And I'm sure you're referring when we're talking about composting to the waste lab. Uh, ladies here in, um, in the UE, they've just started and basically you just have to put your scraps in the bin. They collect it on a weekly basis and it's you know out of sight, out of your mind, but actually something really important happens. These scraps become then really a, a rich element, a fertilizer that can go back to, to farmers. So there's a lot happening and I think we, we need to work more on, on giving out these solutions to, to the public uh, and to uh, the everyday people who might not be into sustainability. And um, I like the fact that you mentioned you're launching these campaigns to be fun and interactive and because they will reach more people. This is the biggest issue. Yeah? Between us, we preach <laughs> <laughs> the already converted, but it's really about how can we reach the rest of the, of the community. So when we talk about uh, food conservation, so give me an example, because I remember when I was a child, my grandmother would tell me, don't put the apples together with, I don't know, the other fruits, because they um, have an enzyme or an, something that will make the other fruits accelerate the decay. So c can you give us any tips, for example, from the moment we buy our food to the moment we actually start preparing our foods? What can we do to reduce food waste? First, buying food, um, it, it will be really good to plan, to plan your meal uh, in advance. And just a side joke here, we, we, we read a lot of studies saying don't do shopping when you are hungry. <laughs> and I made this mistake several times. So if you plan your meals uh, for less, for instance for, for a week, then you, you will have, you will know exactly how much food uh, you need uh, to, to cook uh, the, the plant meat, etc. So after reaching our home or our apartment, it's important to store uh, the food we bought in a in a very concrete and sustainable way. The product that uh, that are frozen it need to go to the fridge as fast as possible uh, to prolong the life cycle of of those products. It's important not to wash the vegetable and fruit. Uh, store it as it is and just wash it before eating it. Uh, it's also important to, and this, this trick always works well uh, with me, to have a shelf to, called Eat Me First. This is where you put any product that is close to expiry for you to remember always to use it before using similar product or to prioritize using this product uh, to minimize or eliminate uh, food waste. Then, then it comes when it comes to cooking uh, meals. It's really interesting to to see what can be done from innovative point of view. A lot of chefs that are part of our campaign taught us a lot of tricks. For instance, one of uh, our chef Joe Barza, when we had a live session uh, with him, we were really surprised. He was preparing a meal uh, based on aubergine and the peels of the aubergine, he fried them. He, he, he did uh, fried eggplant peels and they were really delicious. Just he put flour and corn flour and just fried them. And it was like chips. Very it nice. was really better than chips. So there's <laughs> a lot of good trick uh, you can use for non-edible food 
what we call it non-edible food like the aubergine peels, the, the apple peels, uh, and and use it in, in 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 recipes to do a jam or to do some some innovative meals. And you can check you can check the our campaign. You can check also others. Uh, uh, food waste advocate that can focus on this and you can get a lot of ideas. Give us uh, an idea, for example, what is the website? Where can we go and see for these recipes? Do you have uh, uh, an Instagram page or how can we follow your chefs? So we, we have uh, an account as UNEP West Asia uh, in Twitter and in Instagram. And if you follow the hashtag recipe of change, you can you can uh, really uh, see some interesting posts, uh, some videos made by the top chef from the regions uh, on on what meals can be done and some tips on how to save, how to store, and how to share. So what is, I think, very interesting about your campaign is that you're addressing the population in the region. I believe the chefs that you are actually uh, contacting right now are from here. They cook with the following the local uh, culture and heritage, which is really important also to have more people coming on board and following the recipes. So far, how many chefs do you have? Okay, so, so we have 15 chefs from the region, from the West Asia region, and those are the top chefs. Uh, they comes from Lebanon, from Oman, from uh, UAE, like Chef Musbah Al-Kaabi, who is the chief executive of Jumeirah Group, and he, he taught us a lot of uh, interesting uh, tips. We have also Chef Aisha from UAE, and a lot of chefs from Lebanon, from Syria, from Jordan, uh, from Bahrain, and from Saudi Arabia as well. And those chefs are considered as UNEP voice and ambassadors to deliver this uh, this message. Like Gumbuk is considered as a strategic partner for us to 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 work together on spreading the word and on giving tips and changing behavior as much as possible. Thank you, Tarek. This was really really interesting, and uh, I invite everyone to follow your accounts on Twitter and Instagram. I will do it because honestly, I do compost. But sometimes I feel bad because I think maybe I could use those pills and, and do something else. I know that a lot of people are trying to pickle uh, different parts of fruits and vegetables. And actually pickles are very healthy. I've, uh, I've heard that they increase our immune system. So at the end, it's all about also, you know, health and nutrition. So, no, I thank you very much. I've learned a lot today. Um, and I can't wait to, to learn more about the local cuisine as well from the local chefs. Thank you. Thank you very much, Tatiana. Yes, I myself, when we started this, and here I like really to thank Sarah Asmar from my team, who is the brain behind all this work. Uh, I also learned a lot uh, uh, about what can be done. I mean, it, this is very challenging for us because, you know, the Arab culture in general, they have what we call in, Arab, in Arabic, al-karam al-hatimi, which means uh, they are really generous generous in food uh, there is a lot of variety in, in, in our uh, diet which make it more complicated to, to tackle this issue uh, so we, we really thank you for hosting us and, um, and, and having partners like you and, and others and the chefs it, 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 it give us more motivation to work on this topic uh, 
Of course, the governmental part is something that we do on a daily basis, but now uh, approaching communities and publics uh, was in a fun way, uh, like you are doing here, it's something we are uh, aiming at. Thank you for joining us on the episode today. Forward Talk is brought to you by Groombook, where we hope to continue to change mindsets and help shape the global sustainability landscape. I'm your host, Tatiana Antonelli, and this episode was produced by Shira Dizay. You can find out more as well as our previous episodes by visiting goombook.com slash podcast. And tell us more about what you thought by reaching out to us on Instagram at goombook, that's G-O-U-M-B-O-O-K. See you again soon. <laughs>